Welcome again. This is Justin Brunken to the Connect Together podcast by the Industrial Solutions Network. The Industrial Solutions Network are the network of industrially focused locations of CED. Uh, that includes Renson House and CED in Nebraska, Renson House in Kansas City, uh, Missouri, which does uh, Missouri, Kansas, and then uh, a lot of the eastern part of Nebraska. If you listen to all the other episodes, you'll see the other locations too. Um, you got CES uh, Northwest, uh, Royal Industrial in SoCal. We got Mosba uh, in Pennsylvania, Tri-State up there too. Um, gosh, there's a lot. Yeah, you'll see it on our logo, whatever. I don't need to go over every list uh, every day. But the point of this podcast is we try to bring uh, intelligent solution consultants and others uh, that know what the heck they're talking about and know how to get in front of customers and talk about stuff that matters. And they talk to me who uh, doesn't know anything really. And I try to lead a conversation to to kind of figure it out and provide some uh, information, something new to uh, customers and even our employees that are listening to this on what's out there. And uh, today uh, we have a topic uh, and someone that brought something up that I don't know what he was talking about. So it's brilliant that we have him on uh, to enlighten me and others on what uh, he does. Uh, welcome to the podcast, uh, Phil Schreiber out of uh, Kansas City. He is uh, the process solution consultant. Is that correct? That's what I am. Well, that's good. What is a process solution consultant? So predominantly I work with what's known as the process industries. So that's a lot of your, uh, large chemical oil and gas, uh, pharmaceutical, some of the food and bed beverage industries, but it has to do with anything, where there is some form of liquid measurement, uh, temperature measurement, um, pressure measurement, uh, when you're cooking, mixing, blending things. So you brought up something, and I, I asked for a couple of topics because you wanted to, to chat on this podcast, and one of them was vision setting. I'm like, we're doing one because I don't know what the heck you mean by vision setting. <laughs> and um, And... So I thought I'd bring you on. Go. What is vision setting? So the ideal is nothing terribly new because really all we're doing is sitting down with the customer and uh, trying to understand uh, what it is that they're currently doing and help them understand what they could be doing. The reason we use the term vision setting is because many customers, especially in the process arena, are focused on various different aspects or pieces of their process. Maybe it's the motors, the instrumentation, uh, maybe it's the systems piece of it. Maybe they're worried more about uh, how their HMI or part of their SCADA works, or maybe they've got a big DCS system and they've had it for 20 years. But the point is with all of those, what they don't really have is a clear strategic oriented vision of where they wanna go based on what's possible because technology is changing so rapidly today and uh, especially with the Rockwell platform that uh, CED partners with, the Plant PX GCS system is uh, enabled with all of the smart capability diagnostics and analytics using uh, Ethernet capability as well as um, a lot of our embedded technologies. And many of the customers haven't seen that. They don't understand what it could do for them. And so the ideal here is to sit down with them, just spend some time uh, understanding really kind of what their issues and needs are. And then, you know, this could kind of be thought of almost as a trade show, only a trade show with the absolute specificity of talking directly to that customer's needs and saying, look, here, here's what the world could look like for you. And, and many of them 
I, I've done this session with, with numerous customers and they always walk away going, wow. Why don't, why don't they think of doing this? Is it, is it something that you've always done? Is it something that, you know, you, you need to bring to them or are customers asking for this? You know, largely it's something that we bring to them because they just don't think about uh, going to this grand scale of looking at it and trying to decide. Now, some larger customers will have an engineering group on staff that may do some of this, uh, but those are being cut back, right? And some of your small to medium-sized customers are being told, well, we don't get a whole lot of engineering support out of corporate. It's kind of up to us. And so you got some guy who concentrates on one particular part of the process or the plant or the equipment or the mechanics. So what we're trying to do is say, look, step back from all your day-to-day problems and, and let's look at a moment so you can have a strategy of where you really could go. So what's this costing them? So initially when we do this, it's uh, free. We like to just come in sit down with the customer and, uh, and chat. And often what we try to do is take them off site if possible, just simply because, uh, you know, you avoid all the day-to-day firefighting. But um, really what we're, what we're doing for them is providing them a roadmap and a, and a framework to think about how they want to go forward. Is, uh, so you do this in the process world and I, I, I talk to a lot of different people and I've been in this industry for a while, for a while and I get, you know, process is complicated. <laughs> I, yeah. uh, it's, I don't understand a lot what's going on. Is it, I mean, why is vision setting like the most important for process and anything else? Is it good for other stuff? And why process? Why, why do you need to do it? It is good for everybody to have a strategy, right? Everybody should have a vision of where they're going instead of just day-to-day firefighting. Because what you end up doing is you end up, gosh, I need a motor, I buy a motor. I need to replace this, I, I do that. I, and so you don't really work against a grand strategy. I mean, you do it at your house, right? You go and you buy something, they're like, oh my gosh, I should have done a little bit of research because I could have bought this and that would have enabled me to do that in the future, right? I mean, it's that same concept. But with process, the reason why it's so important is because many of these uh, organizations have systems and equipment that has been in place for quite some time. That process, that industry is very mature in a lot of the different um, tools and, and uh, software applications and hardware. And so they tend to be stuck in almost a rut. Of, well, this is what I've always done. And it's, and because it's a significant investment to make uh, sig- you know changes around that. But there are a lot of different options for moving forward without doing huge chunks of investment. Um, against a strategy, against something to say, okay, if I were going to do this, I would want to enable myself in the future to be able to do that. So what do I have to do now? And this is a way to sit down with them. And, and if they're short on resources, they're fighting fires, they're, they're looking, okay, I got to go find something to replace this. They haven't really taken the time to sit down and have that strategy thought. So one thing we always say um, is, you know, this is going to be my marketing fluff for everyone out there, but like, you know, we're trying to help people get to where they want to be. So for like in process, do, I mean, it's probably a mixed bag, but like do customers know where they want to be or is this strategy session trying to figure out how to get them to where they want to be or do, do a lot of customers or people just not know what that end goal is and what's even possible in the process world? So there is so much hype and so much buzz out there about all the different, for example, new technologies and, and uh, it can be overwhelming. And so they may have an ideal that says, yeah, we would like to be able to do this. I, I've done this with numerous customers and 
had conversations that started out with the customer saying something like, well, we're just going to replace this old uh, HMI system right here and keep everything in place. And after we sit down and talk with them about what is possible on a grand scale, we've ended up in several scenarios where they've decided, you know what, we're going to, we're going to take out all of this old stuff and replace it with a, with a completely upgraded brand new Rockwell platform because the cost benefit of it in the long run to get us where we thought we would want to be, but never realized or dream we could is there. And so that's part of what this is, is to help them sit back instead of just doing onesies and twosies, but really think about what's the world look like and how they want their competitive position to be. Yeah. Do you struggle with that a lot? I mean, I just wrote down like, what's the balance between, you know, budget money and like the perfect process, right? Right. And no one's, you know, we've had several scenarios where we've, uh, you know, one where we went with the customer Started out, again, looking at an I.O.-type replacement, ended up doing a full bid on a complete rip and replace of a DCS system. And the customer ended up deciding that was more than they can bite off, so they backed up and took some smaller steps. But the point of that is they had a strategy now. They had a vision. They knew where they were going. Now they just had to figure out the steps of how they wanted to get there. Before that, they were saying, gosh, this I.O. is obsolete. How do we replace this I.O.? They weren't thinking about the big picture. Okay, so speaking about the big picture, if – you know, the budget didn't matter, you know, which it does. Everyone, everything you do, the budget matters and all these different customers. But what, what is like the vision? What is like, where, where is process going? What's the vision that you would like to kind of lean customers towards if it made sense? Well, the opportunity that uh, Rockwell and CD are bringing to the table with our plant PX DCS is, um, a lot of the enhanced capability around smart analytics uh, for, for maintenance, um, diagnostics, even from an operator perspective, being able to utilize everything from our, the, the smart or intelligent instrumentation, uh, our packaged power, where you have uh, all of your power and MCC equipment all in an intelligent capacity, meaning basically you can pull all kinds of diagnostic information in it. You don't have to um, go out and, and spend time on a downtime scenario and the same thing for a motor control. So all of those things combined, all of those intelligent aspects and then bringing that together and, and probably what's considered the most modern software platform simply because of the recent evolution of it. Um, when customers see this and, it, and just from a vision perspective, even if they can't afford it, even if they don't have the money to initially put this in place, they look at it and they will almost always say, that's what I want. I've always dreamed of that. Or, yeah, I've, huh. I've heard of that. I didn't realize it was really possible. Phil, making dreams come true. Uh, <laughs> why? I mean, so why? Uh, so how is the software like a dream? Why? Why is it so modern? What's the deal? Well, one of the things is that uh, you know Rockwell has the opportunity and the benefit of a more recent infrastructure with their software and their hardware to build upon. Like I said, a lot of the uh, a lot of the competitive DCS systems out there that we go against are are um, almost end of life cycle. They've been around for a long time and oh. they've been trying to maintain their forward migration. Right, so it becomes an issue where a customer kind of is stuck in where they are so they don't realize what can be and with Rockwell's uh, evolution of their software platforms and the graphics and the uh, enablement of these diagnostics and analytics and uh, just kind of almost groundbreaking type um, activity it really presents a new 
frontier for that process arena. The problem is, you know, there's a lot of people who look at it and go, well, what I had before is working and it's good enough until they really start looking at some of the um, just undeniable benefits that they never even thought about from, from say perspective maintenance uh, or, um, you know, some of the uh, analytic capabilities on equipment, on pumps, on uh, power equipment, right? They, when they think of process, they're thinking about their instrumentation base because that's generally what the process world hmm. has been concentrated on. We're adding to that, bringing in all the, the, the MCCs, uh, the motor uh, VFDs, uh, giving you access to information on your pumps and on your on your switch gear. So that's just a whole new world at coming into that DCS arena that right now that that world that process world doesn't even think about. Hmm. Now, full disclosure, we are <clears throat> I'm part of a network of uh, Rockwell uh, distributors, <laughs> so we sell yeah. Rockwell automation. Uh, and they're probably going to get upset with me at this question, but like. Uh, well, they probably don't listen, but if they do, that'd be fantastic. Uh, yeah. So Rockwell Automation, you know, I've heard a lot of times that they're not, they're just not a big player in process or like, you know, no one thinks of Rockwell Automation in the process world. Um, what would you tell people like, oh man, you're correct? Or like, why why should they listen and think uh, Rockwell when they're going into yeah. the process world or when would they? So, you know, um, that's a, that is a historic classic position that uh, people don't see Rockwell because in the past there have been a division of industry um, application where Rockwell living in what was known as kind of the PLC world played in the more discreet packaging manufacturing type uh, world. And some of the larger DCS companies played in more of that process arena. But uh, over the years that has morphed where those two actually cross boundaries both ways, you now see the DCS companies moving down into compete against Rockwell in the, in the PLC world and, and vice versa, Rockwell's competing heavily in that uh, process DCS market. And um, again, with the evolution of the Rockwell hardware and software, uh, as well as significant investment of folks like myself to have the knowledge and capability to sit down with customers and create these visions, right? It's, um, it is where a, a situation where Rockwell has, I believe, firmly moved into that, into that arena. I wouldn't say that they are right for every single process application. There are some that sure. are not uh, appropriate for the Rockwell platform at this point, but they are um, definitely a significant process player. How would you know if you didn't sit down and do a vision setting? Exactly. Right. That's right. <laughs> so where are customers right now? Like if uh, on either their actual process uh, system or on where they want to be, like from not knowing what's going on to the perfect where they want to be sort of vision. Yeah. Where are a good vast majority of customers at right now, do you think, or at least the ones that you are uh, interacting with? Well, surprisingly enough, the vast majority of them, if you had a scale of zero to 10, 10 being they've got an exact vision of understanding where they want to go based on a really good knowledge of what's possible, zero being they don't have a clue, they're going to be below five, hmm. right? Because... Um, and, and what they may have is pieces and parts of knowledge that they've gotten from going to a trade show, reading a trade journal, uh, talking to colleagues or whatnot. Um, but to really have set down and thought out a good vision, specifically using all of the available technology and resources for their site, for their problems, m many of them don't haven't haven't gone that far. Is it just because they haven't? just thought about it they had just took the time to do this vision setting is it just budget wise and it's like you know i get this a lot like it works 
you know, yes, it does the, go. it does it. So, right. So what, for in the vision setting, why, how could, what would you tell a customer like, yeah, it works, but. Well, you see, here's the thing about the vision setting session that, and you asked earlier, you know, what does it cost? Well, it's free. And here's the reason why we're not necessarily trying to sell you anything. Hmm. What we're really trying to do is sit down and help you almost in an independent uh, way, just by uh, the ideal of the questions that we ask and trying mm -hmm. to gear it as to the problems that the customer has of saying what could be, right? I mean, it could be at the end of the day, like I said, that they sit down through our session, do something, they end up going, they go with uh, another product selection or they go do something, you know, not quite as to the extent of, of what could be. But the point is really to bring a service to them, to get them thinking about this and to set them in an environment where they can get all this information. We always encourage them once we're done with our, uh, you know, vision setting sessions to go look at other um, other vendors, other equipment, other things, right? Go see, go see if there's something better, if there's something different. And then, you know, look, let's talk to you about it and say, well, what do you like or don't like, or what do you think, you know, because it really uh, opens up uh, kind of a dialogue with the customer whereby going forward, what happens is rather than them thinking they have to be isolated in thinking about how do I put this together and what are my selections? Oh my gosh, well, at least they've got some sort of a, call it a partnership that says, okay, well, what if I were going to do this? How would that impact me? But it gets them thinking along those lines rather than just putting a purchase order out there and buying something, then realizing, doggone it, I, you know, I could have had a V8, so to speak. Right? So. <laughs> uh, I'm guessing process uh, processes <laughs> in plants aren't easy to go back and change on, right? I'm guessing once they're implemented. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's, and that's, that's the a dummy issue, assumption right? I mean, by it, me. Yeah. That's the issue is that, like I said, a lot of these systems are in, they've been in there and they're in there for a while. And because the industry is at a somewhat of a, almost an interesting, iconic 20 year mark of, of potential obsolescence on some of these hmm. uh, platforms, it's a right time for customers to be having this conversation because many of them are dreading it because they've got all this stuff in place. They don't know what to do. It's a big question. There's a lot of decisions to make. That's what we're trying to do is help them with that. Huh. What's like a misconception that a lot of uh, customers or even like people going out there trying to sell process, what do they have? Like so the misconception that we're understanding is from a process the, the the benefiting process for example in many cases are that if you can eke out a couple percent increase in yield that's huge money right because usually process is a constant 24 7 continuous uh operation uh, a lot of bulk and raw materials involved several stages to uh production and so increasing various different uh, efficiencies within the, within the operation can yield big money. And so one of the things that you're not really looking to do ever is sell a product. In the process industry, it's not about selling a product. It's really about helping them understand how to, how to address some of these small little inefficiencies they've got that can really generate big results for them. So what how many of these vision settings have have you done and what's like the gamut of like oh man I love what you came in to do others like I'm in let's go let's let's yeah. just run uh yeah. and uh yeah so personally uh you know I I've done quite a few of these and let's I mean uh you know 
say 10 plus a year that we've done with some good sized customers. Uh, a formal official, we've done some that are a little bit less formal on site, uh, which is something that we're going to be trying more of, being able to, to, to get the right audience and do some of these on site. But it is preferred at this point for that, we, that we take them off site. But, um, you know, the gamut runs from, I, I will tell you, we've never had anybody that walked out of it and said that was a waste of my time. Never has that hmm. happened. Um, you know, we have had uh, various responses of people that goes, you know, really good stuff to think about. And then not a whole lot happens after that. Uh, we've had, uh, you know, several, more than one customer that has walked out and said, all right, let's get started on something that this is, I, I, I've been wanting to do this. This is amazing. Where do we start? How do we, uh, move forward? Right. And that generates to, uh, additional sessions or settings or discussions or, or whatnot. So it is on the customer, from the customer's perspective, I would say it is, always beneficial it has never been a waste of their time um and at the end of the day from our perspective it's been a very good tool to generate customer uh interactivity now if you hold these uh, vision setting meetings um what are like the right people from the facility that need to be kind of a part of it and yeah. uh to make it the most effective i suppose yeah and that's a key piece, actually, is that um, in general, the folks that we're wanting to talk to, certainly everybody can benefit from seeing this, I think. I mean, it's not a, you know exclusive to the point where some people just aren't going to um, get anything out of it. However, from the perspective of the I true ideal of vision and strategy, you know, you're looking at plant management, plant leadership. Um, if it's a process facility that has process or production engineers, certainly they uh, they should be involved and can benefit from it. Um, we've had sessions even where we've had folks from both IT and OT involved, and that's really good because it generates the opportunity. In today's world, the IT and OT are almost so blended and very inclusive, and a lot of the things we're talking start about with with the connected enterprise and and our stories start blending into that ITOT arena, and so having them generates even more interest in the strategy of how can we take advantage of this. But um, I, I, uh, I ha again, have not seen, even when we've had, in some cases, different uh, levels of your maintenance managers and whatnot involved, they've not walked away. Uh, matter of fact, many of those folks walk away and look at this and go, wow, now, if I could get my guys to be able to do that or my, my people to be able to operate that way with that kind of technology, that would be great, right? So it does just, it opens everybody's eyes up. All right. Um... I don't want to keep catch you off guard here, but if you could describe what where processes or what processes right now in like this industry 4.0, um, where is process at right now? So process has historically been a late adopter of just about everything. And you mentioned earlier the reason why, because it's not a go out there today and change this and make yeah. it work. It, things sit in that process or in that, you know, that production arena for, for years and they run like they run. And it's a lot of uh, validation and regulation. And um, uh, there's usually because in that process arena and the process industry, things tend to go boom as in like, you know, the chemical industry, the oil and gas, even some of the farm and some of this. So, so it doesn't change rapidly. And so the industry 4.0, you know, even the, the IIoT push is not necessarily the fastest to be adopted in that arena. And that's exactly why these vision setting 
sessions are so important because many of them want to do something. Uh, it, you know, it's been around for a while. They kind of feel like, and, and here's the other thing. This is an interesting fact. We get a lot of scenarios where you've got some, maybe a younger engineering or production management staff come in and they've wanted to do this because they they live in a world where this is, uh, you know, more more prevalent and ubiquitous outside of their work. But when they go to work, they're like, wow, why are we still, we're in, we're in you know, the year 2020. And so what we're doing is helping them see ways that they can bring that into that environment and do it in such a way that, you know, nobody wants to make the wrong decision, right? Sure. You, know, you don't want to be the guy that made the bad decision, right? I've made so a few in really my lifetime. Them. Yeah, right. And so this is helping those folks to say, okay, yeah, we get it. You want to move forward. You're afraid because you've had this stuff there forever. Here, let's move forward. Don't be scared out there. You can have a vision setting, make the best choice you can. At least at that point, you can tell people, hey, we talked about this. You know, it made sense. We did the best we could to make the best choice we, we had going into a process strategy that, yes, it's hard to change. So don't, I mean, by all means, like, don't just say, like, I need this for a process, right? You should do a whole strategy session just so you have, like, this uh, – this, uh, if things backfire, it's like, Hey, we at least went through the process to understand what we needed the best yeah. we knew at that time. Absolutely. Uh, for yeah. sure. So, um, what can customers do uh, right now? What's a call to action? Um, so my call to action is to get in touch with, uh, you know, someone in the, uh, the, uh, ISN network and, um, let's try and set a time to do to get together and see what's possible because, um, it doesn't really take that much time. Generally we'll spend, anywhere from two to four hours, uh, depending on how deep the customer wants to go, what they want, how, how much they really want to see and uh, get in touch. We can set something up. There's a lot of different uh, venues that we can do this. And um, in particular, what will happen if nothing else is, I think, you know, uh, for, for, for no money at all, the customer can at least walk away knowing a whole lot more than they did going in. That's awesome. Well, this has been uh, Phil Schreiber. Uh, with uh, he's our process solution consultant out of uh, uh, Kansas City who uh, helps all our customers in the Kansas, Missouri, Nebraska. Uh, how do they get a hold of you? I, and I know we have locations all over the country. I'm sure we can find <laughs> and connect them with whoever we need to. But how they listen to you and be like, oh, this guy knows everything. How do I get a hold of you? Um. Now, what do you want my you want my phone number? <laughs> no, not your phone number. Let's let's just start with your email address. Your you know not your wife's so, email. Your 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 work email. <laughs> yeah, right, right. No, I'm uh, I'm my email is p Schreiber, first initial last name at uh, soulconnetwork.com, and uh, the whole solutions consultant network. Uh, you can go on our website and uh, find me, and um, be glad and happy to talk with you. And this is Justin Brunken your host that's learning something new every single day. I now know what a vision setting strategy session, whatever you call it is. Uh, I learned a little bit more about process and uh, you know, really what matters to customers and where, we, where you guys are at and, and everything. So really appreciate your time. Um, again, you can check out the podcast and subscribe on iTunes, on SoundCloud. Uh, we'll be posting this on our social channels as well, too. If you have any questions, you can always email me at justin.bronken at ced.com. Uh, you can leave comments as well uh, in SoundCloud, too. Uh, I will be checking those as much as possible. Um, 
Yeah, I really appreciate your time again. I thought this was a, I had no idea what I was getting into again when I saw uh, vision setting. You know, I even Googled it. I was like, what the heck is vision setting for automation and uh, whatever? And so I'm really glad we had this conversation and it was uh, quite good. I think hopefully I found it very uh, informative and, and, and good and valuable. I hope that other people have as well too. So really appreciate your time. Yeah, Justin, thanks for having me on. Really appreciate the opportunity. Enjoy uh, sharing this topic with you and with uh, anybody else that uh, cares to follow up. Oh, man, it was enjoyable. All right. I'll see everyone until next podcast. See you.